Hey yogis and hello warriors. Welcome to another episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host Julie Brown striving to be the best version of myself. Today is March 10th. It is the year 2022. It is about 1:45 in the afternoon here in Alabama Central Time. The purpose of this podcast is to document what happens as I go through the fitness teacher journey, being a personal trainer, being a group fitness instructor, all the things that go along with my life and integrating into being a fitness teacher. So today I've already had a few classes. I had a couple I taught this morning. Uh, Actually, I was down for three. Um, One of those had no attendance. So there was a 5 a.m., a 6 a.m., a 10 a.m. No one was at the 6 a.m. spinning, so I just came back home for a quick break. Then I went and did my personal workout at 12.15 and I've still got two more classes to teach tonight. So tonight I have yoga at 5 p.m. And I have aqua fitness at 6 p.m. And as of right now, it's starting to get a little cooler. Like right now, it's warm in the daytime. It's cooler in the mornings at night sometimes. Don't know if anybody's even going to come to water aerobics. We'll see because um, no one's registered for that class as of yet. And if I'm remembering correctly, like no one came last Thursday night. Anyway, if they do come, they do. If they don't, they don't. It's fine. I just like to go over what's happening. Um, I'm having empty classes, though. I look around and like 15 spinner bikes, nobody riding any of them. Uh, one's for the teacher, so there's enough space for 14 participants in my the place where I coach spin, not my room. Just the place I use. Um, then I look around and think, well, if these were my investment... As in, if this was my, I would guess like $20,000 worth of bikes, I would be pretty upset right now. But considering that I'm not invested in that financially, I'm inv- I'm invested with my time, my effort, my energy, but I didn't buy the bikes. So I'm looking around, I'm thinking like, wow, it's such a bum feeling when nobody comes to class. It's okay though. I know not everybody can come every week. They just had midterms or whatever. But if I had, in a for instance, let's say I just opened up a studio, purchased 15 spinner bikes, spinning bikes, and that's about $20,000 out of pocket, and nobody came to a class, I mean, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> it's not looking too promising as far as my future of what's going to happen with happening, having my own fitness studio. Um, and it's just like so many nuances and I know it's like little, little things here and there that's little things that's driving me crazy about trying to be a business and all that. Um, and then this morning I was so hungry. I tried to order and I knew it was going to be gross when I ordered it. It wasn't like I was thinking, oh, this is going to be tasty. It was more like an app order of desperation. I ordered some kind of breakfast burrito from Taco Bell. I think it was called the cheesy potato burrito. And I tried to get some kind of a hot Cinnabon coffee. Well, guess what? It let me order. It said I was paid, ready, check in at the speaker. So I went to the speaker and no one's answering for the longest time. This is just a little, I know this is just a little annoying thing. So I'm thinking like gasoline just went up to, it's almost $5 a gallon. I'm going to pull up to the window because they're not taking my order. Well, technically they already took my order on the app. 
I pull up to the window and I just shut the car off because I have been already there waiting patiently for so long. She comes up to the window and gives me this like, who the hell are you look and says, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I ordered on the app. My name's Julie. She's all, we're not open yet. And I'm like, well, that's strange that the app would let me order before you're open. She goes like, oh, you're not the only one. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I start opening the app and she's like, oh, you can cancel it. I'm like, I know it just probably is going to tie up a little money. And then she looks at me kind of like, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like, like, what do you want me to do? Look, and she goes, you want a drink or something? No, I didn't want to drink or something. I wanted my coffee and my burrito, my cheesy potato burrito, which would have been probably really gross anyway. Um, Anyway, so that's the thing that happened. I ended up coming home. I just made my own homemade protein waffle. The place where I get protein waffles in Jacksonville wasn't open yet. I knew that for a fact. And I made my own little cappuccino. I can do double espresso at home if I order that in the gym coffee shop. Like a mocha, double shot of espresso. That's like $9. So I just saved, what, $16 by making my own breakfast. And then I went and had a decent lunch. There's this place in Jacksonville. It's called Loco Mex. And every Thursday, Thursday special for Loco Mex is a $3.99 quesadilla. So it's basically a $4 quesadilla. And it was so delicious that I got one for my coworker. Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, maybe trying to make up for how rude I was to somebody this morning. So this morning... Bright and early when I came home and no one was at spinning, someone pulled in to the driveway just as I got home. And my husband had not left yet. He had overslept, so he was already running late. And then someone's mumbling, asking for somebody. I said, who? And he said it again, mumbling. I said, who? And he said it again, mumbling. I said, I've lived here for 21 years. I don't know what are you looking for. And he said, well, can you help me find an address? And I went, what is it? He goes, it's an address, but I'm like, thinking, I meant what is it as in, what is it that has you here with me <laughs> instead of using your GPS or something or knowing where you're going? Um, and by the way, the address he asked about was not where he was. The, the address he spouted out to me, uh, I got confirmation. My husband texted back that he definitely was at that house that I said it's. Um, when I called it a Wendy's drive-thru, my husband said Wendy's is not that busy. And so I'm like, okay, it's more like Jack's family restaurant at breakfast time. <laughs> and if you don't live in the South in America, we have a really popular family restaurant, which is just a fast, they call themselves a family restaurant. They're a fast food chain and their breakfast time is so crowded. <laughs> if you go at like 10 o'clock on a weekend, forget about it. You're going to line up for a long time because everybody in the whole county seems to be going there. Um, this guy was like loaded down with fake chains, asking somewhere, where am I going? And it's like, I swear to you, it's like seven o'clock in the morning. And my husband said, I could, I'm like, this is the fourth one this week <laughs> where people are acting like I'm a directory. <laughs> and so my husband's like, call the cops to them and <laughs> tell them. And I'm like, you know, I don't even know what to say. Like, People get lost coming 
and they wander into my house because I'm living near a very busy house. Like, how can I prove they're doing anything wrong? Anything wrong? I can't prove they're doing anything wrong. It just seems very strange to me that a house that has the whole porch cluttered with furniture. I'm talking like it looks like an episode of Hoarders. It's hard to believe that people are just stopping by to visit uh, for five minutes at a time every few minutes and there's nothing shady. <laughs> I'm not judging them. I know that they're just the people who are whatever they're doing. They're probably just doing whatever they can do to try to find some form of regulation or balance. But it's driving me crazy. So here's what I did. I had some no trespassing signs. It's been very windy, so the the signs had not held up. Uh, today, though, today it's not windy. So I put the signs back up. I have a hibiscus plant that I've killed. And I've used the stems of that. It's a stick now. It's no longer a plant. It's like a stick in a pot. I used that on one side of the driveway. And then I used a nail and hammered the other one up on the other side of the driveway. So I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> no trespassing on both sides. So maybe maybe I felt kind of bad because somebody's always pulling in here trying to get directions. And I'm not friendly because I don't want people to be like, hey, that's the friendly, helpful directions lady. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. I'm like, I don't want to be known as the rude person and get my house egged. It's just like, why? Why are four people a week coming to my house looking for whoever is down the road? I don't know. Um, anyway, moving on. Yet another person um, I've misunderstood. Uh, I had somebody, actually a few people the other day in a class... They were like, hey, why didn't you ring the singing bowl? And I kind of hold my head down and told my class, I said, I think, and this was just me guessing. I said, you know, I was say I didn't say through body language, but I insinuated. I said, I'm thinking that someone here, I don't want to say who, but I think someone in here doesn't like the singing bowl. And just to refresh anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, a singing bowl is like a temple bowl. The bowl is just metal. And you just hold the less surface it's touching, the more noise it makes. Um, the idea is to ring it and the tone is to cleanse your mind. Sort of like a, um, the way you clean off your mat with a wet wipe. You clean out your mind with the sound bowl. So I blamed it on the tone. I was like, you know, I know mine's kind of a cheap little $50 bowl. And the tone that comes out of the big like $300 bowl is better. One of the students was like, oh, we're not getting you that for Christmas. I'm like, I'm not trying to get it for Christmas. I'm just thinking that somebody in here doesn't like it. And I want to hold space for everybody, even the ones who may not like it. Well, I found out when the conversation later that I was totally misreading. Uh, this is just me misunderstanding. I'm always, everything's a misunderstanding. Somebody was covering their ears and I'm not going to go into why. But they were, they were. And it had nothing to do with a singing bowl or me. I just assumed that it was because of the singing bowl. Because, and I told this person, growing up with my dad, my dad had very, very, very sensitive ears. And so I would rather somebody have a good workout and not be annoyed by a high-pitched singing bowl or the tone 
uh, driving them out or making them not want to come back. Or some people just, and this wasn't the case, some people just don't like it because they know there are temple bowls. Uh, how can I say this? Like, like some religions may use singing bowls. And so I know some people have asked me, like when I taught yoga in a church, like not to bring it. Like, don't bring it. So I want to hold space for everybody. And when I get the slightest inkling that somebody doesn't want something, I'm going to want to leave that out. So, yeah, I was wrong to do that. I was wrong to stop using it. I should have just like, I don't know. I was trying to trust my instinct and my instinct was wrong. That happens with me a lot. Um, one of the things in the Baron Baptiste book is like, your instinct is never, ever wrong. And I want to, I wanted to believe that. It's hard to believe that though. I don't ever know what's real. It seems like that reality gets blurred with me sometimes because I build up a story. And that's what I told the student. I thought they didn't like it. And then I built the story in my head. When in reality, there was like a whole situation going on. I'm not even going to disclose the, the details because it's like nobody's business what they were going through with their ears. But the bottom line of the story is I built a story based on what I thought was me reading body language, it turned out to be, it was um, nothing to do with me. So I'm really glad that I talked it out with them. And now I'm going to be back to using the singing bowl like all the time. It turns out everybody was missing it. So it's going to be back. Um, I just finished doing that weightlifting class and I'm so exhausted. I'm going to take a break and make this a quick episode. Once again, thanks for listening. Um, I appreciate you so much more than you would ever know. I've got about two hours until I go back to work and I have something else I have to do before I go. I went to a pet supply or a feed store of like an animal supply store. I even called ahead of time because I'm so busy and I said, Hey, you know what? Do you have frontline plus or whatever it is, the front line for cats. They said they did have front line plus for cats. And I said, how much is it? And they told me and I went in and I bought. And when I approached them, I was like, hey, I'm the one who called about the front line for cats. I got home, cut the package open, which was quite a big deal. Had to pull out this giant knife because it's sealed up like Fort Knox. And it says, do not put this on cats. I'm about to put it on my cat and I don't even have my reader glasses on. But I see this big no over, like the no symbol over a cat. And it says, do not put this on your cat. And I'm like, oh my God, what did they sell me? They sold me some kind of front line for dogs. It says, don't put it on your cat. So I called them. And that just means I have one more errand to run today. When I should be taking my taxes and dropping them off, I'm going to be using that extra time and gas to go run an errand that I ran yesterday. <laughs> like I know these are just little annoying things. I'm just talking about my day. Uh, it's the reason it's crazy is I've got like how many classes today, five classes today spread out all through the day and I'm still making time to, you know, of course I have to do my housework in between <laughs> doing all the little things. And now I just, I feel like I'm running in place and spinning my wheels no matter what. Like yesterday I was, uh, just literally sitting there trying to figure out what I need to do to my website. I've got a lot of work to do on my website still it's like ever evolving constantly just if you have a website it's just constantly evolving at least to me if you're a good business and 
yeah, I just had this extra hour gap yesterday where I was just waiting on a client and I was just literally just, I felt like I was spinning my wheels because I was just doing little nitpicky things on my computer, waiting, waiting, waiting for time to go by. And I had a great session with my client. That was fantastic. I've, I've never met somebody so nice. I mean, how do I get the nicest people? I'm not exaggerating and I don't mean that sarcastically. I mean, how do I always get the nicest people? It's just like a miracle. Anyways, um, this wraps it up on my end. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, whenever you're listening, I hope that your day is going okay. I hope that you're finding peace and finding clarity amongst all the confusion. Um, Make peace for your day somehow. Even if it's just for five minutes or two minutes, just make peace for yourself. And remember one of the four agreements, which I always forget, don't take anything personally. Have a great day. Thank you. Namaste.